welcome to the WW3 podcast. My name is Will, and for this podcast, an episode will come out every weekend and we'll have a different subject. Those subjects will range from my personal life, sports, college, and other topics that I feel y'all, the audience, might enjoy. So, for today's episode, we're going to do, we're going to go through three different league reopenings. Um, the NHL, the NBA, and the MLB in that particular order. So when it comes to it, the idea is what we're, what we're going to do is, is going to talk about the structure, so how each league is going to do this, whether they are doing directly to playoffs or something like that. And then we'll go through some of the other stuff, like where are they playing, um, uh, some of the process of it as well. Um, getting back into games, and then um, really just kind of going over maybe some rule changes and all that. So we um, that's what we'll be going through with these three. Um, so let's go ahead and get right into um, get right into it. All right, so let's get started with the NHL. Okay, so with the NHL, what they're doing is they're doing a 2014 playoff. So they're going to have the top four seeds from each conference. And then what they'll do is they'll do a first round with uh, teams try, uh, looking to play these four teams. So I'm gonna, right now I'm going to go uh, with the Eastern Conference. I'm going to list their top four seeds. And they are the Boston Bruins, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Washington Capitals, and the Philadelphia Flyers. Now, the matchups to play these four teams are um, the number five, yes, and these are seeds, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins against the number 12 Montreal Canadiens, the number six Carolina Hurricanes against the number 11 New York Rangers, you have the number seven New York Islanders going up against the number 10 Florida Panthers, and then the number eight Toronto Maple Leafs going up against the number nine Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, um, let's head to the Western Conference to talk about what they have there. The top four seeds for the Western Conference. You have the St. Louis Blues, the Colorado Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Dallas Stars. Now, the matchups that you have, you have the number five Edmonton Oilers against the number 12 Chicago Blackhawks. You have the number six Nashville Predators against the number 11 Phoenix Coyotes. You have the number seven Vancouver Canucks against the number 10 Minnesota Wild. And then you have the number eight Calgary Flames against the number nine Winnipeg Jets. Now, when it comes to these games, they're, they're doing it a little differently from what, they, what they're doing, obviously. The normal playoffs would be everybody plays and you just move on. And it was all a best of seven. Well, now you are changing. Now they're changing up the first round to only being a best of five series. So in this case, you'll you'll only have to win three to move on. Um, however, when when it comes to the second round and the conference finals in the Stanley Cup, it's going to re- uh, return to normal form of the best of seven. So uh, nice. It would be nice to kind of get that nice. Uh, it it. it the normal form it'll go back when that when it goes back to there it'll be really nice to uh, uh see so um now a lot of people are thinking well we know where the nba is playing where's the nhl playing well here's the thing 
they're going two hub cities. They're going to go one city for Eastern Eastern Conference and one city for the Western Conference. Now they had a number of cities that they that they were thinking of, and here here they are: Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. Now after doing some. Uh, Deep research, both Pittsburgh and Vancouver have been recently dropped in consideration of that. So now that, you know, they're getting closer and closer to figuring out um, where they're going to play here. So now, of course, with this, there will come restrictions to um, certain things. So one actually is there's only um, 50 people of the personnel that they have will be allowed in their hub city. Um, the article that I read said 50. I don't know if it meant 50% or anything. It just said straight up 50. So we're going to go with it strictly just 50 people out of the personnel. Um, but also there are going to be few members of the support staff that, are all, that will also be permitted in these areas. And of course, with the COVID going around, they will have to do some testing, and it's going to be a comprehensive COVID-19 testing system. Now, the NHL did go through a couple phases, like a lot of states are going now to reopen. Phase one has already come and gone, right? We are currently in phase two um, for the NHL coming back. Now, phase three is a little bit interesting because that's going to be the start of training camps. And that phase three is slated to begin literally in a couple days. It begins in early July. So uh, we'll, we'll be looking forward to that here. And then um, phase four, there's really no target date yet, but phase four is the return of play. So whenever you hear, okay, this is when phase four is going to start, you'll get the playoffs back up and running. And so that's all I have for the NHL. Let's get ready to move on to the NBA. All right, so with the NBA, um, 22 teams are slated to return to play here. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and go through these, and starting with the East, East Conference here, guys. You got the Milwaukee Bucks, the Toronto Raptors, the Boston Celtics, the Miami Heat, the Indiana Pacers, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Brooklyn Nets, the Orlando Magic, and the Washington Wizards. Uh, that, so you really only have nine teams from, uh, from the East, which means you have, you'll have 13 uh, from the West, which are the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Clippers, the Denver Nuggets, the Utah Jazz, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Houston Rockets, the Dallas Mavericks, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Portland Trail Blazers, the New Orleans Pelicans, the Sacramento Kings, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Phoenix Suns. So, a, a lot of teams in the West and a lot and very few teams in the East. So, and it, and if you remember what the NBA playoffs are like, it's eight teams per conference. So when you look at the West, you'll have five teams being eliminated as opposed to the East. Only one team won't make it to the playoffs. Um, so it, it it's going to be a very interesting dynamic here, especially since they have to play eight games for playoff seeding purposes. 
And the full schedule for that is you can find it on Twitter or ESPN. Um, so um, it, it's going to be interesting to see. My favorite NBA team is Washington Wizards. And so the Wizards here, they could sneak in to the playoffs here if they end up going on and winning all eight games or maybe losing only two. Um, but they're going to have to play really well. Now, the seeding games are expected to end or should end August 14th. And then the playoffs begin three days after on August 17th. And then the finals are expected to end October 13th. So those that's, those are the expected dates. Anticipating nothing's going to hold them back from uh, restarting here. Um, return will take place in Orlando, more, more noticeably Disney World. Now, there have been tweets um, in other in some websites that have shown which hotels these NBA teams are staying at. They're, those hotels are probably all completely blocked off. Um, and, the, and the NBA has actually um, come out and given them kind of what they can and can't do. Guidelines on Twitter. I saw it. Um, not too long ago, I'm not going to go over all the guidelines because there were a lot. Um, there's one. There's one I remember seeing on Twitter from um, Woj from ESPN, and he uh, he was saying that uh, you know NBA players cannot partake in uh, doubles and ping pong. Um, that was just one, but you know obviously they have some downtime and all that, but. Um, it, it was kind of funny to see, and players were reacting like, oh, man, like tagging each other, saying, man, I really wanted you on my team in ping pong. So, uh, But besides that, moving on. So the first game uh, of play that should be taking place is actually in a legit, um, legitimately just about a month at this point, um, July 31st. So the end of July, we'll get our first um, NBA game in a long time, which would be nice to see. And then um, something else I did see was that players will be undergoing uh, will undergo constant COVID testing. So it won't be like every like couple weeks. It's going to be just consistent testing. Um, and if somebody comes down uh, with COVID, we um, you know obviously. They'll have to quarantine and everything, but uh, NBA do and you know it. It's understandable for the NBA because they play so many games in a quick amount of time. So, um, but now that's all I have on the NBA. Let's move on to the last one that we have in the MLB. All right. So let's get right on into the MLB. So of course every team's going to take part. You know they didn't. They were in play and then it stopped. Right. There was a, a delay of a start for the for the league. So every single team will take part of this regular season here. Um, and they cut it from I believe a hundred some games, maybe hundred eighty some games. I'm not completely sure. Um, to 60 games, that, uh, that's what I know for sure. And the start date for the regular seasons, either July 23rd or July 24th. Right. Um, now, the 
the breakdown of games here. So you have 40 games against divisional opponents. So 10 games each, right? So if you're in the AL East, uh, like if, if you're in the AL East, there's only four other teams to play in the East, right? So then you'll play those four teams. And then you'll have 20 interleague games. So that means you're, you're playing AL East and NL East games. If you're in the West, same thing. So that's really all the games will be, all the, all the games that will be going on here. Um, I'm not too sure what, what they'll be doing with the Midwest teams, like the Texas teams, uh, Minnesota, um, St. Louis. It will be interesting to see what they do. Uh, probably just strictly Midwest, I would assume. Um, now, uh, I don't usually, I don't, I'm not a big follower of MLB, so I don't usually know how many players are on a typical MLB team roster. But um, from from the article that I read, the teams will go into camps with 60 players, and they have to cut down to 30 for a season. Obviously, this is. You know, they want to make sure they don't have as many people on a roster, you know, with especially with COVID around. So they're they're cutting it down to 30 for the season. But I, I would assume and this would make sense that if you have people in the minors or those other 30 that you don't take to this regular season, you can bring up or have going for uh, going for the season you can bring them up if someone comes down with COVID or someone comes down with an injury so I, I assume that will stay the same um and and going along with injuries and COVID you know there are players out there who have not signed MOB contracts as, as free agents so those unsigned players um from what I've heard the rumor is Nashville will be hosting them so they, they'll they should have a fun time based off of that um, and then, uh, something that I really found interesting here about MLB's process was there, cause you, you don't have this with the NBA and you don't have this with the NHL. I, um, and I haven't heard about this with the NFL either, but MLB is coming up with a COVID specific inactive list. And I like that because then you can say, this is who's the co the players that have COVID. These are the players that are hurt. And then you, so that would, so it's, a, it's an interesting um, way to look. It's an interesting addition here, but I like it because then it, it, instead of saying, okay, this guy's inactive, if you don't have to disclose the injury, then, um, you know, people are like, does he have COVID? Is he injured? What is it? Now you have the COVID to where, the COVID list to say, okay, well, this guy has COVID, so on and so forth. This guy has to be quarantined. So, um, yeah. And one thing I did forget to mention here is, um, you know, we saw that the NBA is playing in Orlando and, you know, the NHL is still looking for cities, but the MLB seems like you're going to be playing, they're going to be playing in their normal stadiums um, and just playing teams nearby. So that 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 will be nice to um, for these teams to kind of have somewhat of a home field advantage when it comes to things. So um, I, I'm sure the players are, are happy about that. They don't have to go to a specific city. Um, so, and then there 
actually are some rule changes to this uh, re- shortened regular season for the MLB. Uh, one of which is a universal designated hitter. Um, and if some of you don't know what a DH is or a designated hitter, it is um, a player that usually would pitch in a spot where, uh, not pitch, my bad, hit. Um, it, it's it's a guy that literally just hits. Um, he, he doesn't have a position out on the field when they go uh, defensively. This guy literally just hits. Because it used to be in the NL, uh, the, the National League, it, pitchers would hit. Um, so when, when they would play, it, it depended on the home stadium of whether the pitcher would hit or they would go DH. So now that's out of the picture. It's all just DHs. The pitchers are not, are not going to be hitting anymore. You'll strictly have uh, designated hitters throughout the league. And then the last rule change, and it's not confirmed, but it's a very interesting um, rule change that some people might not like and some people um, might. So the, the reason of this rule change is to speed up the games. And it's not confirmed yet. It's just a rumor. Um, but runners on second during extra innings. Um, so like I said, the you know, it's to speed up games. And they've experimented th- with this in the minor leagues. And the article said games in the minor leagues that have gone to extras usually finish in one inning. Understandable because you already have a runner on second. But the I, there's a lot of pros and cons to this. And th- that is an episode within itself. This rule change can have pros and cons if you want to hear that. So, um... But it's an, uh, it'll be interesting to see what some of y'all think. Uh, go ahead, go to Facebook, you know, um, you know, go to Facebook, put on Twitter, whatever, on, wh- on what you think about what that rule change, uh, uh, of your thoughts on that rule change. So um, that's really all I have for you guys. Um, it was interesting looking at what these leagues are going to do. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, those are those are the major sports that are coming back. Obviously, you have the MLS, um, but I mean, I, I could have covered that, but these are the three major ones that I think a lot of people would want to hear about. But um, yeah, besides that, um, hit me up with, you know, on all the socials, Facebook, Insta, Twitter, um, of what you guys want to hear. Um Next episode I'm gonna have is gonna be a really cool episode. It's um, it, it's a, it's not. I've been interacting with people that I've been around, and um, you you'll see what it's like. So there's a little bit of a, a uh, little bit of a nice little teaser there for y'all. But with all that being said, I uh, hope you have a good weekend. Hey.